0: My name is Roseanne Beesey and I'm a certified health coach uh, with the company called Optavia. I'm a coach because I love helping people transform their health and their lives. There's a couple different plans. Um, It's safe for a lot of different people and a lot of different ages um, and places in their lives. I have so many clients that have had such great success and there's a portion of the program that is you get your health coach you get the products but you also get a community of people who are there so we do zooms every monday night um, nationwide and if people want to get more involved with other people on the same journey as them then they can join in and have that kind of support the website you can reach me at is sacredrosehealthandwellness.com, and um, you can email me from there or you can book um, a virtual coaching session there where we can get your health assessment started and get you moving in the right direction.
1: Is it a It's going to be a roughing to passer. The throw at the goal line.
0: Caught by Christian Kirk. But there's no more time. And the Giants defense.
1: No doubt exactly the way Brian Dabo wrote that one up, right, Zay?
2: Definitely with all the penalties <laughs> included. <laughs> well,
1: uh, good evening, everybody. Welcome to John about the G-Man Joe McGuire, and King Zay. Sean Scanlon, uh, I think he's got the Coves. He is uh down and out in Beverly Hills, so no Sean Scanlon tonight. And Jace was so wrong about everything he thought about this game. We kicked him off for tonight. <laughs> Giants, the whole season <laughs> yeah Giants 23-17, Daniel Jones clearly they dude had his best game of the season threw for over 200 yards 100 yards on the ground and uh uh scored the big touchdown a couple of things that this dude did in this game that I I I was like Barkley dancing around, he made room, and Barkley, out of the 10. <laughs> Not that, that was Saquon, doing Saquon. It's Daniel me. Jones keeps, and nothing yet. That was a good one, too. Go. Blitzes up, Jones gets away with a lot of room. The first down. I mean, dude was straight balling. he was that that there's no other way to explain it. Six and one New York Giants this is a good football team and and people are gonna have to start dealing with that reality. <laughs> That's just all I could say yeah.
2: uh, they, I completely agree. um, they haven't been getting much respect, obviously, they came into this game as underdogs, which we all were scratching our heads on how. A team that's five and one could be underdogs to a team that is now two and five, but two and four coming into the contest. Even being away, it didn't seem like an underdog situation. And I'm going to be real; it's honestly it shouldn't have been a game that was as close as it was. I felt they benefited from a couple of great calls at the end. I guess if you want to call it that on their end, they were great calls for them. Um, I called them phantom calls because I didn't see holding on a couple of they, – they called, I believe, defensive holding on the interception that the Giants had, that there was no holding on that play. So, I mean, they did everything to keep them in the in the game, but the Giants still found a way to win it. So, I, it's a good team, Joe. They, they continue to find ways to win. You, you've talked about it many times before that the biggest thing the Giants have to do was learn how to win, and for the last couple of weeks, they've been figuring out how to win many different ways – from many different positions, whether it's from behind or whether it's leading, it, 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 they're finding ways to get the job done. In the past, where they would have completely blown games or came out flat in the second half and just gave games away, that they competed very hard in the first half, but they're actually, you know, like I said, they're competing. They're playing full games, forty-eight minutes. I, I, there. I, 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 I don't know. I. I'm flabbergasted. I'm, I'm honestly don't know how to explain this team because again, we came into this situation thinking there's a rebuild. You know, the, the, the teams a rebuild. What do we, you know, this year should have been a throwaway and we've completely flipped the script. And I, I think me, just like other people, in other, you know, sports indicate, they don't know what to say about the giants. It's honestly
1: baffling. Here's something I found really interesting with this game. Obviously, Saquon, not not a great first half, right? The Giants finished the game with 39 carries for 236 yards. That's 6.1 yards per carry. Daniel Jones threw the ball 19 times for 30 yards, uh, 19 out of 30 for 202 yards. There would have been under Joe Judge if they couldn't have thrown run that football in the first half. You know what they would have done? Daniel Jones would have ended up throwing about 45 passes in that game and they would have lost it. Mm -hmm. They stayed with the run and it took a while. Saquon eventually did what he does. Went on a nice long run, set up Daniel Jones, short touchdown run. It, It was staying with the game plan. It was doing the things that you do that are successful one of the things they keep saying with Brian Dable is Brian Dable says he's going to put his players in a position to succeed, and I thought, really, where Joe Judge, I think most failed, Daniel Jones was, he's a mobile quarterback,
2: mm-hmm. this
1: guy who can run for a hundred yards in a game. Uh, you know, he's got speed; he he can use his legs. I thought, you know, again, he's making good decisions on when to run, he's making good decisions on when to check down. He's been very accurate when he throws the ball down the field. I mean, Darius Slayton has dropped at least a couple of, of of touchdown passes on the season. So Daniel Jones is maturing and growing, and I know that it. I know that's really hard for a lot of people to come to terms with because if you look at Baker Mayfield, if you look at Mitch Trubisky. If you look at uh Sam Darnold, you look at some of these guys who, you know, after they got moved, the hope was maybe and they haven't they haven't panned out, and they're probably not going to. To see Daniel Jones make a turnaround like he's made this year, is I think very difficult for a lot of people. I think it speaks volume about Brian Dable. And and what he's able to do, but this is this pretty much the same team as last year. Different leadership. Again, we go look at look at New it's England. It's a hundred percent that day, because it's the same
2: <laughs> players, less like two really good ones. But again, look at New England. Look at New England. They've taken Joe Judge, they've taken Matt Patricia, two coaches who we leading franchises and people felt they weren't doing a good job of it. And look what they've done to Mac Jones. Mac Jones has regressed so much from year one under those two, you know, two, you know, whatever you want to call it, what under them two, he has regressed really, really, really bad. He's almost to the point where Belichick is even considered benching him. It, 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 it's really bad what's going on over there. But again, it shows you what John Merritt talked about earlier. They screwed this kid up for four years. They screwed it. Think about it. You just said he threw for 20 yards and his receivers can't catch for damn. Imagine if he had somebody out there that can actually catch. He'd be lighting up these damn scoreboards. You know, it, yeah. it, it, again, we we want to overlook these things. We keep comparing him to Eli Manning based off his mannerisms. He's not Eli Manning. He is Daniel Jones. He's his own quarterback and his own thing. They do things completely different. And I think in the beginning, I think a lot of the, the offense, we're trying to model it under this. Eli Manning, let's try to make him Eli Manning 2.0, but he's not Eli Manning 2.0, and we're seeing that now. The Giants are creating an identity. That run is now creating an identity that the Giants have not had for a while. We don't know what they were on offense, but now we know this team is a downhill running team that if they ever get some receivers can take you up top also. But for now, they are focused on downhill. It's working for them. They got the linemen that has helped. You know, their run game get completely better. We've seen what it was over the years. We always mention the line, and the line is completely improved. We don't even talk about Daniel Jones and the sack issues and the turnover issues. All that has been mitigated just based off of bringing in people who know what they are doing. And, again, I just want to shout out Julian Love before we get it because he completely flipped the momentum in that game with that fumble on ETN in the end zone because that would have been a sealer. I'll tell you who... My favorite giant is who
1: I didn't expect would ever be someone who I I am a big fan of, and and that's Fabian Moreau. I mean, that guy keeps coming into games. He actually led the Giants in tackles this past week, as well as passes defended. He's he comes into the game, and they come, everybody comes right at him, and he has. I mean for for a journeyman in this league he has played outstanding football for the New York Giants and you're right about Julian Love man he is and you said he was going to he was going to step up and 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 get the job done and he's really been outstanding all season I like 28 touches for Saquon Barkley I like 24 carries again the rush wasn't working they stuck to it 24 carries he eventually broke it uh, by his you know 18th, 19th carry, you you got to stick with your game plan. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, it's as simple as that. You got to run what these guys are good at, and they're they've done it, and and it's it's paying off. And he, again, I'll say this: I think the rest of the NFL is so massively flawed. There are. Two great teams in the NFL right now. I think the Bills are one of them, and I think the Chiefs are the other one, and I think everybody else has a shot, except for the teams, right? to get to the bottom that don't have a shot, based on their record at this point. This really, to me, Zay, is anybody's anybody's game. I, I, I mean, there's no reason why the Giants can't win the NFC. I, I I mean again, outside of you know, we'll have to see what they do when they play Philly, and we'll have to see what they do when they get another crack at Dallas. Because if you can Thanks get too. by those two teams, I'm I'm not I'm not worried about anybody else at this
2: point at all. I'm really not. Well but think about it. We're in what weeks eight now already. So I mean, I think the worst the Giants could finish obviously. I don't think they're going to blow everything. I, I think we could be really looking at a, a worst case scenario, 11, five, 11, and six, excuse me. Something like that. Uh um, You know, we, we could really be looking at worst case scenario, 11 and six if things. And that's if things fall off the rails, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause at the rate they're going and you look at this schedule outside of Dallas and Philly and Minnesota, maybe I, 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 I don't know who they are losing to. You, you bring up next week, you, you, you know, obviously we'll get into that later. They're missing a, a huge part in not having D, D, DK Metcalf. Then you have a bye week, and then obviously it'll be interesting to see how the Giants respond, you know, after a bye week uh, up against a team that isn't good, but we've known for many, many years, those are considered trap games where you're coming off a bye, your team is hot, they're playing well, and then you play a team who, you know, isn't probably on your level and you end up dropping the ball. But if they could coach those guys up, you know, you could be walking into Thanksgiving with one loss still. That it's would be very really possible.
1: It's very possible. Let's say you lose to Dallas. You're eight and two. You beat Washington nine and two. Maybe you lose to Philly nine and three. Beat Washington ten and three. Ten and four if you lose to the Vikings.
2: See them 11, the I, 11 I Yeah, see them. I mean,
1: I, I think, I think, uh, twelve and five. I think it is a realistic
2: possibility. Now, listen. That's what I said. Worst case scenario, eleven and six. You know that that, that could be. But again, Gable has these guys confident. Like you keep mentioning, he has these journeymen who couldn't make it anywhere else, and now they're fiddling into this go-go gadget defense, and they're playing some of the best football they've played in their careers, based off the confidence. And the positions that the coaches have put them in to succeed. It's it really is shocking. The, the Giants and the Eagles crash court that could be a crash course for the division. Like that literally at the end of the we've seen it many times where the last game of the week has come down to you know Cowboys, Eagles, or you know, Washington, you know what I'm saying? It always comes down to one of the two teams in the division, and I think that's the reason why they probably make those games the last games of the week, but yeah. That could be huge. That could be a tie breaking situation. That you know, obviously it's a divisional series situation, so you you could have more divisional wins. There's so much that could go into that. Obviously, they've beaten you know we haven't beaten anybody in our division yet, so we're zero and one. They are clear. What, I believe they're two and zero in their division, so we have to make up games again in tie breaking situations. All this, you know, that last game can be so huge. I'm just trying to you know emphasize how huge that game could be. Don't you now think back on
1: that Dallas game and and what a I mean, what a miserable like twenty twenty performance that was from the that that looked like a, a prime Joe Judge let down team against. And they were bad. They were they bad, needed. and they they didn't have the posture and the poise that they've had every other week this season. And a buddy of mine's a Cowboys fan, and uh, he said something the other day like, "Nah, Giants are trash." And I was like, dude, if you're judging them off that one game. And he said, no, no, no. He's like, I've I watched all the games. I'm like, if you watched all the games, you're a moron, or you're a liar. It's like <laughs> you're one you're or the other because you're not. You're clearly not watching their games. This is a much improved football team. Again, I'm not saying this is like the the '86 Giants by no means. No, not but improved. this team has done an outstanding job of stopping the other team from scoring points. They're
2: keeping them within 20 points a game. The teams are averaging about 20 points a game on the game.
1: 20 to the Titans, 16 to the Panthers, the Cowboys 23, Bears 12, Packers 22, Ravens 20, Jaguars 17. That's where you need to be, and you need to be able to score in the low 20s, and that's what they're doing week in and week out, 20 points, 22 points, 27 points. That's it. Just enough to win these games. They've done a really good job of controlling the line of scrimmage. You know, again, you're not seeing a ton of long runs against them, the occasional blown assignment. But for the most part, uh, even blitzing as much as they do, 53% of the time, still haven't really gotten burned in seven games.
2: I mean, I would say it did affect us in the passing game. It gave uh, Trevor Lawrence a ton of passing opportunities with the blitzing we had. We continue to leave. Kirk was streaking across the field almost every time. It felt like he was open, like someone. I don't know if he messed that assignment or maybe because you're blitzing, there just aren't enough people to cover that assignment. So you have to hope, you know, he falls in the zone near somebody. But again, like you said, when you're a blitzing defense, getting burnt, is, that's going to happen to you. That's just part, that that just comes with it. But again, to point out another thing, you talked about the lineman in the run game. The Giants haven't had a solid starting line play for them all year when you look at the line they, these guys are beat up bang up they just keep slipping guys in and they haven't missed a beat yeah you know, it, it, i mean obviously it slowed down a little bit in jacksonville first half but then it picked up in the second half you know he, obviously neil went down and then they fill in another guy brentison goes down put another guy it's just plug and play and it's it's beautiful It's like that, like that
1: wide receiver core and like the secondary they're just popping any old buddy back there I, I think that does speak to how well-coached they are and how prepared these guys are that second, third stringers are popping in the games and, you know, a couple of series, everybody's gelling and, and they're on their way. So, yeah, I mean, just another game too, dude, where I don't even understand
2: it. Like, I sit there and I watch it and I think, it's in the bag. Again, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't. I, I watched it in the fourth quarter and I was like, look, I literally watched their game and said, "Hey, we just got to get to the fourth quarter." I, right. I'm really I'm still so weird,
1: dude. I I can't I forgot what it's like to feel confident in the Giants. And now every week I'm just like, "Oh yeah. No, no, no completely sweat." Great. I could believe it. This has been this has been such a great season. Yeah. All right, uh we'll take a quick break and we're going to come back and we will do a preview of the New York Giants game against those tough Seattle Seahawks next. There's no bigger investment than home ownership, and to make sure the house is up to your standards, you need a professional to look it over. Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections is a licensed home inspector and a member of the Connecticut Association of Home Inspectors. Brian was a contractor for over 15 years, so he knows how homes should be constructed and how mechanicals should work. What
0: makes me a good home inspector was the 20 years that I was a home improvement person. Doing- all the different repairs that I have done and what other people have done wrong that I had to go out and fix. So I have a pretty quick eye on seeing what's right and what's wrong. Before you move, call Shamrock Home Inspections.
1: Before you make the biggest investment of your life, call Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections at 860-268-2566 or visit ShamrockHomeInspectionCT.com. All right. Uh Giants and the Seahawks 425 game is in Seattle. Ooh. The Seahawks are 4 and 3 and American's game of the week. <laughs> this team, this this team has been uh odd. Uh Geno Smith is straight up balling out right now. 11 touchdowns, three picks. He is he's been brilliant for this football team. Kenneth Walker the 3rd uh, who I had high hopes for in fantasy, is definitely starting to pay off. And the always
2: dangerous Tyler Lockett. DK Metcalf, I think, is out of this game. Might be out for the season. Uh Knee injury went down, carted off. I still haven't got an uh, update on that, but it didn't look too good. Oh, I
1: didn't realize it was that severe. I, I did, because he's on my... Also, I'm a f- fantasy. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, that's that something I'll have to deal with later on tonight. But yeah, a non-contact this, uh, uh,
2: injury too. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: that's the worst. Yeah, I don't know. That's the worst, and it's funny. I, I was just watching last night. I was watching the, him run down Buddha Baker. On oh yeah, was the I was ago. watching that
2: too. Yeah, was, yeah. Was-
1: oh, hilarious. <laughs> Um yeah this team's been outstanding so far this year uh 4 and 3 they've had some weird games they got blown out by the Niners uh they were in a a, a shootout with the Lions they uh, had the the Saints the Saints came back and beat them weird game against Arizona a couple weeks ago and then somehow some way they beat the Chargers last week and I think it's fair to ask this question before we talk about the Seahawks. How overrated, how overrated are the Chargers and Justin Herbert? I'm serious, dude. I'm so tired of this guy. I'm so tired of this guy, dude. Throwing for 300 yards. He always throws a big pick. He gets sacked
2: a lot. I don't know. He hasn't even been recently that good, obviously. He's, He's had a rib injury. That's been obviously holding him back. That's something you know serious. We've seen what happened Everybody, with Tyrod. Everybody's a little banged up. Yeah, but again, a rib injury with that that medical staff. They almost killed Tyrod Till. So you gotta, you know, you gotta take your chance. You know, take it easy on him. He hasn't obviously been the greatest this year. The Charges have been completely an underwhelming team. I thought this was probably a team could be a lock for like maybe an AFC Championship. The way you know people were talking about them preseason ESPN and everybody was just giving, you know, Justin Hibbert and them just such high praise and they put up a bunch of numbers and they score, you know, they put a bunch of yards and they score these points. But again, that hasn't really amounted to much. And I think they, they're in a peculiar situation, similar to the Seahawks where I think they're sitting in this middle of the pack where like the NFL has some really good teams. And in the middle of the pack are just like these teams that could be good, but play mediocre at times and i think that's the dilemma you're running into they're, they're mixing it with these Atlanta Falcons these Colts the Seahawks the Cardinals these teams that you know the Broncos teams that should be really really good but play very mediocre at times so it's really hard to get a grasp up on the NFL of who's really really good and who's really really bad because at the end it's a week week basis you know yeah obviously outside of the consistency of the new the, you know New York Philly and the Jets everyone's been really up and down yeah. Uh, uh, the Miami looked like they were going to win maybe the EFC, AFC East at one point. Then their quarterback goes down, then the other quarterback goes down. Now they're sitting at three and three in the middle of the pack or uh, three and four, whatever they are. And they look lost. So, again, it, it, this is a really messy season. And I, I don't understand why. I guess maybe teams fail to realize their situation in the offseason, similar to maybe the Packers who I, I I don't know what they were looking at receiver-wise in the off season and on draft night, but they decided not to grab a receiver. And then you look at New England. I mean, you look at, you know, the, excuse me, not New England, the Broncos. I mean, my God, the Buccaneers and, yeah. and Tom Brady over there. And I guess they felt maybe if they had Brady, they can win. But you lost a lot of guys on defense. You lost a lot of guys on offense. Chris Godwin hasn't beat Chris Godwin since his injury. We don't. Even, I, I haven't even seen him all year. I haven't even heard from him, you know. Yeah. Well, how about there's a so, lot it, of mediocre, it's, oh, right? As good as the Bills
1: are, the Bills have the exact same problem they had last season. No, I mean back. the exact same problem. So, right again, you mentioned Green Bay. Like, there's a lot of teams that are really flawed, and it's showing up in a really big way. I mean, look at the Colts. Uh, 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 my god since andrew luck it's been one qb after another matt ryan to the bench now it's uh, supposed to be a
2: quarterback away yeah they, they're supposed to be a quarterback away and they're not just like the broncos a quarterback away that's all we heard they get straight for us Wilson they quarterback away mediocre the mediocrity in the league this year has been ridiculous and again i, I think it's to what you said Owners, GMs, they get complacent. I guess they feel that. I, I don't know. They don't need to. Up, we, we, we talked about this with the Giants in 2012. The Giants should have started their rebuild at 2013. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this. They weren't really that good. They snuck in in 2012 and they won it on a whim. They should have started that rebuild then. And they didn't. And we saw how many years that put us back. And there are a ton of teams right now that next year are going to be starting that rebuild process. I mean, again, what are you doing if you're the Packers? What are you doing if if Aaron Rodgers leaves? Who's your heir apparent? Jordan Love, the guy who gets no no reps. Yep. There are a lot of teams that need to look themselves in the mirror and realize you're not what you used to be five six years ago. You need to start rebuilding and retooling. It's just...
1: all right. Let's talk about this football game. Seattle's actually scoring 26 a game. So the Giants are gonna have to tighten up, only giving up 18.6. They're gonna they're gonna have to lock them down. Um this team's running for about 137 yards a game. The Giants offense passing and 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 rushing 176.3 and 173.4. Do you get any more balance than that? That's ridiculous. No, you're
2: kidding. You're kidding. That is
1: unbelievable. Uh, listen, I, I, the, the DK Metcalf thing is going to be a big issue for them. I like Tyler Lockett. He's also on my fantasy team, and he always puts up some points. But he's not like a breakout guy. And I don't. I think if, if all eyes are on him, he's going to have a really tough time. And especially the way this giant secondary has been playing, going to have to get some pressure on Geno. They did a nice job a couple weeks ago. With well, actually, say say the same thing with with uh, uh with Trevor Lawrence. They did the same thing with Lamar Jackson. I think they did a really good job, <clears throat> you know, neutralizing uh, his ability to make plays on his feet. Those guys are obviously going to make a few, but if you could minimize the damage, I thought they did a nice job of that. And Seattle's defense is erratic as heck. So I think this Giants team will be able to move the football. I think the Giants should walk out of here with the dub. I'm thinking like, uh, uh, this is like a 24-20 game.
2: <laughs> as long as it's a W, I'm I'm absolutely fine with it. I completely want a W, but again, the best thing the Giants have done all year has been taking team's best player isolating that player and basically shutting them down uh when you talk about the panthers cmc didn't really do much uh the titans uh henry we didn't really hear much from him that game it was really bad the bears don't have anybody that game was it is what it is on that game green bay obviously they took away his complete he had nothing receiving wise he had nothing passing it it got bad for them in the second half the first half was a little rough, but the first, second half they did a job of taking away all Aaron Wise's weapons and basically making him have to win the game. Yep. And obviously, like you said, Lamar and Travis Etienne, two other players, they did a good job mitigating. Travis Etienne did great in the second half, I mean first half, but the second half completely disappeared. And the Giants again are great at taking away players, and I think again this week they'll do that. They'll take away options. When you talk about Geno Smith, and you're talking about, you know, he's playing. For nothing. You know, he's playing with house money. He has nothing to lose. He may not be there. He may be there next year. He knows he's not the future, but, you know, he has nothing to lose. That obviously makes it a dangerous team to play. But, again, I I completely agree with you. I think the Giants should pull this out, and not based off of just the Giants. I, I believe in what Mike Kafka is doing. He's not getting a lot of praise, and that's what I want to say. Mike Kafka has been calling a great offense. He's been making things easy on Daniel Jones. Obviously, Daniel Jones doesn't have the weapons. He's realized that, and he's made Daniel Jones more successful by finding ways to get the ball to playmakers without Daniel Jones having to put the ball 45 yards, 50 yards down the field in the air. And again, kudos to Mike Kafka for that, and I think he is the key to the Giants winning because I think they'll shut him down defensively. It's if they can score, which is always the question every week for the Giants. But again, should be an easy win for them.
1: Yeah, uh, listen, this team is, is much improved. This would be their first five-game winning streak in I don't know how many decades that it might be. I, I don't even know, but that's what the Giants are on the cusp of doing right now, again, with a Seattle team that won't have its best player on the field. Uh, And as you said, the Giants will be able to neutralize whoever they deem that to be. Should be a good game for the Giants. And, and again, I, I think... I, I was so hopeful again last week, seeing them not able to run the football and not quitting on the football and that this wasn't a game where Saquon had 13 carries, because if you would have stopped rushing him at 13 carries and you would have asked Daniel Jones to throw there, I mean, it, that's not a recipe for a victory
2: not that he's and, a thrower he has no receiver no again right i mean
1: but <laughs> thing, i mean listen and, and i think we've said this before look if anybody's throwing the ball 45 times in a game it's your it's not your best day right you're you're probably uh unless nine. you're Joe Burrow uh but otherwise <laughs> yeah i mean that's typically you're behind i don't think that's a good spot to be in and again you know well, listen a, a lot of the times that's what the giants did you abandoned the run and you're asking Daniel Jones to throw the ball 40 45 times and yeah i mean the other team's sitting back of course you're going to make bad decisions and throw picks you're already down you're 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 making desperation heaves again to be in a situation where he's running out the clock on games he's gotten pretty masterful at locking that thing down late so yeah, I'm we've I'm seen telling you
2: We've seen more quarterback kneels. We've seen the Giants end the ball with the game in the game with the ball more this year than we yep. have in the last five years combined. It's-, you know, it's
1: yeah, the Giants invented the victory formation. That was the direct result of that Herm Edwards play where they botched the, the final yep. handoff. So we finally got a chance to run that play a few times now. Uh what do you got for a best bet this week?
2: Uh, I didn't even get a
1: Oh, I didn't even get a chance
2: to look at. the I think the obvious
1: red. one. I think I am want to do Steelers. it again. I'm going to go think... with the Gents, the G-men. I'm, I'm. Uh, it's plus three. Uh, it's
2: easy though. That's yeah. Cool. I, I, you I know what? I'm, I want the Eagles upset. I, I want them to be upset. I want it so bad, but I ah. Ah,
1: here's what's going to happen too. When the Eagles lose, it's, it's going to be like one of those like 31 to nine losses where, like, the wheels came off the bus. It's not going to be, like, a oh, last yeah. second.
2: It'll be the day they made Jalen Hurts actually have to throw the ball. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I yeah. don't know what anyone says. Jalen Hurts, he, again, he was benched for Tua. Well, listen, can- again,
1: You're if you're the Eagles, right, you don't want Jalen Hurts throwing the ball 30, 35, 40 times. If you're doing that, that you're, you're begging to lose a football game.
2: Apparently, Sirianna doesn't want him thrown eleven times. The man has six touchdowns on the year. Yeah, and Daniel Jones has all that with no receivers, and he's got two really good receivers. So imagine that.
1: Yeah, sure. he's not a he's not a really great quarterback, but he's suiting the needs, and and they're getting the dubs, and and at the end of the day, it's all that matters. Give me, it's give me all the Steelers, that matters.
2: Plus ten and a half. Give me the Steelers. Plus ten
1: and a half. You're taking the
2: Steelers and the 10 and a half. I know honestly, I know it's a trap game. If they putting it like that because they expect Philly to blow them out, something about this coming off a buy. Give me plus ten and a half.
1: All right.
2: Something about this. If it wasn't coming off a buy,
1: I'd be like, yeah, but eh, something about this. I realize it's cheap and easy me taking the Giants, but how often do we get to do that? Like, honestly,
2: ride that horse until you know you can't ride no Hells, more.
1: Yeah doing it and doing it up all right that's gonna do it for us for this week hopefully sean's better next week uh i think zay's uh, uh not zay i think jace is gonna be gone uh again next week so you can count on uh at least me and zay breaking down another giant dub over the seattle seahawks again 425 game Go Giants. Make sure you visit CleverCrestMedia.com backslash John about the G-Men. And make sure you follow us on social media, John about the G-Men. That's it for this week. See you next time. (laughs) Flitzes up.
0: Jones gets away with a lot of room. A first down.